Happy Labor Day, everyone. Welcome to Nexus Tangents, brought to you by you, the patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash Nexus at Nights. Uh, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, Matt, are you playing some kind of game right now? Uh, oh, can you hear that? I could hear the typing, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, yeah, no, I'm helping someone in Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. They're, they're working on their relic I, weapon, so I am. I don't remember it. the copy pasta well enough to rattle it off. Yeah, I don't. I don't know it either. I was already playing the game, so there's not really a reason <laughs> for me to uh, remember the copy pasta. <laughs> but I've, I've been playing uh, God of War, the PS4 one, which I never played. Mm-hmm. And that game is uh, very good. I never played those games, but I feel like it would be. Uh fun this one's like very different than the old ones oh it's not like he, he gets pissed off and goes to kill all the uh yeah no, he, he, no he's trying to be a father oh uh, yeah so how do, how do you how do you play a game like that instead of trying to kill zeus you're like taking your kid to i don't know <laughs> yeah basically so, so the game starts that his uh his wife has died yeah and he is. They're taking their ashes to the highest peak in the realm. Yeah. And, you know, of course, nothing's ever that easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a uh, it is. Dad of boy is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally. I, I would play a game if it was like if it was called God of War and like it, it's him trying to be a father, but it's just like the most suburban, boring dad. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, not quite. Not quite like that, but. You still fight a bunch of shit. Yeah. You're fighting, like, the Norse gods or something this time? Uh, yeah. yeah you get met by someone uh, at your home, and they're like, Oh, yeah, I can't, I, I, you know what I want to, like, uh, give, tell, me, tell, me, tell me, tell me what I want to know. And then you start fighting this guy who just feels no pain. Then, yeah. So that's, like, the first fight of the game. I feel like the Norse gods would be more pissed off that you're trying to fight them they're like oh yeah one thing about Norse gods is not only like a lot of them have weapons as like part of their uh, design right Mm -hmm. Thor isn't just the god of thunder he's the god of thunder but he's got a hammer true you know yeah yeah they're not they're not pleased for sure (laughs) Uh, so Or he's you like, know. He, he goes to kill, like, the Hindu gods, and they're like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Just bitch slap <laughs> him. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, trying to think what's going on. Today is my girlfriend and I's first anniversary at the time of recording nice. this. Yeah, I cannot believe it went this well <laughs> seriously it's a it's a miracle um so you did it yes happy anniversary katie i love you and uh to the listeners uh that means nothing to you so enjoy that but just Maybe. know that we're recording this at nine in the morning on a sunday during his anniversary yep yeah for me, it's noon, which is awkward, but it's fine. 
Why? Because you, you want to, like, do stuff? Oh, I mean, I just... Yeah. I was like, oh, I can go get lunch, and then, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, by noon, you want to stop being a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been up since 8, so... Yeah. But, like, if, I've been it, up it, since, like, 5.30, what technically. You, what were you doing at 5.30 in the morning? Taking a leak, and then going back to sleep. Oh, that doesn't count. That's, like... <laughs> That's half of your brain being switched on to, like, get you to the bathroom and then back in bed. That's, yeah. yeah. See, I was, like, thinking about sleeping in, and then I was like, wait a minute, it's 8 o'clock, we have a podcast in an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my alarm went off at 8.30, and then I didn't bother you showering. Upset at it. Not upset, but just like, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> do this thing. Yeah. It do be like that. It do mm-hmm. be like that, indeed. Um, I I got to learn a new uh, piece of slang this week. Oh. And um, you guys are getting this a uh, month before the Generation Dan episode where I talk about it. But uh, normally when you learn new slang, it's from a young person, right? Mm-hmm. This one I got to learn from someone who was born in 1937. Um, and a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Was before, that was when they were still calling World War One the Great War. Yeah. You know? Um, and it, it was this, this lady who called my work, who wanted to request her records, and in the middle of the call she goes, Oop, I just exited through the gift shop. I was like, are you are you in a museum right now? What do you mean exit through the gift shop? And then she's like, it's when you fart, and then it goes up your pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like, hope no one says this. The, the way she said it was like someone was like, up, oh, drop my pen. Like, it was so <laughs> nonchalant. <laughs> I hate this. I, I hate this, too, and you are going to be subject to it. Um, I guess when you're a certain age, you just have no fucks left to give. That was, I was thinking it's either that or, like, because she was born in the late 30s, she would have been, like, a teenager or in her 20s during the 50s, where if you said vulva, you were a communist. So it's, like, one of like the kind of code words, like, you know, like making a whoopee, right, where you got to, you know, heavy petting, <sighs> stuff like that. It's... It was like a way to like get around the you know McCarthyism or whatever, um, but uh, yeah, I I didn't know what to say to that, so I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Wild. There's nothing good. Like I immediately texted like every woman I knew. I was like, okay, can you tell me what exit through the gift shop means? And they go, it's when you put the gift shop at the end of the museum, so you are encouraged to buy stuff. I'm like, so she just made this shit up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm horrified, you're horrified, uh, and um, enjoy that. All of our... Good job. Thank you. The best Much part... good. Yeah, well, the best part was my mom, a couple weeks ago, said to my sister and I, you know, you kids keep me young. You're on the cutting edge of lingo. I'm like, Mom, I think that pipeline's rusting. Like, we're... <laughs> We're getting old, too. We're already irrelevant. Yeah. I, uh... I'm, pre- 
I'm pretty sure I'm like five memes behind the rest of the internet at any given moment. I'm writing that down, that's so good. <laughs> oh man, like, well, because where do memes start technically? It's usually Twitter or like 4chan or something, right? It's like 4chan, it starts at 4chan, gets filtered through Reddit, and by the time it gets to Twitter, it's already dead. No, I think Twitter's ahead of Reddit at this point. Okay, then. I think Reddit's now just sharing Twitter stuff. Yeah, well, because okay. there's subreddits for Twitter, like Black People Twitter, White People Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's 4chan, Twitter, random for like random forums are pretty much dead. So yeah. So Reddit, basically. Yeah. Like. Okay, Reddit so doesn't starts... really do anything new. Yeah, it starts. Okay, so it starts on 4chan, gets filtered through Twitter, ends up on Reddit, and then by the time Jimmy Fallon is talking about it on his show, it's deader than dead. Yeah. Correct. I still associate Jimmy Fallon with being terrible on SNL. Right? Like, I don't think of him as a late-night host at all. It's kind of like trying to watch John Krasinski in any movie. They're like, that's fucking Jim from The Office. That's not... This isn't a. You're not the guy from Quiet Place. Was that Place. like you're bad, Jim. right? What? Like think of like actors that way particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't control what I think necessarily. That's just what happens. That's the image in my brain. Like I'm pretty sure you'd be doing yourself a disservice to be thinking of like Robert Pattinson as that guy from Twilight. Yeah. But I, th- but it's not like a problem of, um, the, like I don't think that that's necessarily my biases. That's just how the how they look and act, where it's not enough to like transform into a character. I had a similar thing. Like I think I talked about this in a previous tangents where I like in the Little Women movie you have Bob Odenkirk show up near the end and you're just like, bitch, that's Saul. That's not. You're not a guy who just returned home from the civil war to see his daughters it's you're that's mr show um mm-hmm. i think it's when you have a distinct enough looking appearance that uh that you have that problem and mm-hmm. i don't think john krasinski would have had that problem if the office wasn't so you know distinct and uh loved by everybody <laughs> loved i would not say well, you know, pe- people in college being like, The Office is my entire personality. That's what I, I mean by love. so much. <laughs> I liked it. I watched it. I liked it. I don't think I want to go back and do it again, though. It's always kind of bizarre to me when people are just like, yes, I will make all of this my personality. This show. I mean, you're you're saying that while being a co-host of a literal Vanguard podcast, so... Yeah, I know. Okay, Yeah, but saying. the show doesn't define You know what? Person. You're right, Atlas. So. Vanguard should... defines my entire personality now. Thank you, Atlas. I mean, there's definitely a difference between doing a podcast about something and having something be your whole personality. Okay, fair. Like, oh, I love The Office, and that's all I'm ever going to talk about is, like, a little weird. Well, that's uh, that's a more. I don't really know what to say to that. 
It's not quite the same. I know. Just being random. Um, what's going on with you, Root Beer? Uh, video games. Last week was all training, so I had, like, the easiest week ever leading up to a long weekend, which is nice. Nice. Because uh, by the time people are hearing this, today Labor Day is Labor Day. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Still would like to not have any responsibilities. I hate being an adult. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody is like, you know what, I fucking love having a mortgage. I mean... Okay, well, yeah, that's true. But there are definitely people who at least pretend that they like their jobs. I mean, I know, I know uh, Katie likes her job, right? I love my job. There you go. Kinder, kindergarten teacher for context. Yeah, but who who sincerely is like, oh, yeah, I love auditing people's sales tax. I feel like there's the one guy, right? Weird like the, person, definitely. But, yeah. The guy with the red stapler from uh, from Office Space. I feel like he would be that kind of guy. Yeah, you know, you just, you know, whenever you go into like the training seminars or or like go to team meetings or anything, there's always these guys that are like, oh yeah, I've been with the department for 20 years, it's great, you know, I loved doing auditing when I was in that department, and I'm just like, okay, who sincerely says that they love auditing people's taxes though? I don't know. I mean, there was a guy who, like, do you know what the Berlin airlift is? Uh, no. So, right after uh, World War II, when uh, Berlin was split up between the the Russians and the Americans, French, British, and I forgot what the other one was, I think Polish, uh, they, the, the Russians blockaded off uh, Berlin, which is what the Berlin Wall would become, and Truman, uh, instead of being like, well, shit, I guess we have to give up control of Berlin hired this guy who was so into like logistics and charts to help organize the Berlin airlift, which is flying in all the supplies needed to keep the city fed. And they stacked planes by like five. So five different altitudes, the planes coming in at the same time, like 20, like the, the landing uh, path was like 20 feet above an apartment building or something. They were, they were, it was like chaotic as fuck, but they they got the guy who's like I am so into charts. That's my <laughs> thing. Like th- there are people like that for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say though, I I think I like being an adult more than I like being a kid in terms of the freedoms afforded to me. Um. I think that also can depend on what, like how you're childhood was for you like i think if your parents loved each other and weren't you know trying to run each other out of money and sabotage each other i think you would would have liked being a kid more than you liked being an adult just me i'm not sure about you guys though see i liked college when i was living in my own apartment yeah but college is like that weird it's like adulthood puberty, almost. Yeah. You you get, you get like, living alone, but there's also stuff where, like, your parents are still kind of paying for you a little bit, depending who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, it's not really your apartment. It's, like, the kitchen is, like, the size of your thumb. It's, like, one, one countertop and 
Actually, yeah. that's most apartments anyway. I mean, the Glenmore <laughs> kitchen is still bigger than mine right now. Never mind then. And I have an actual house, yeah. or I'm living in an actual house. Mm -hmm. Are they still doing the the downstairs portion thing? Eventually. Eventually. I'm just working out of there right now, which is good enough. That's good. You, you, you at least get your own workspace yeah. out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to just not have a job, but, you know, I can't keep complaining about that. Don't we all? I think that's one good thing that came out of the pandemic was uh, people realizing we don't have a dream job. We just want to live and do other stuff. Correct. Yeah. You're right. Matt, did you like being a kid or an adult better? Uh, I don't know. Neither? Neither. They just both suck. Yeah. Existence is a waking nightmare. Yeah, that. I would prefer not to exist. Sounds about right. Oh, hey, my, my screen time was down 13% last week for an average of 3 hours, 43 minutes per day. Hooray. Nice. That is significantly less than either of us, I would imagine. Maybe. Almost certainly. After my week in the hospital, it was like, your screen time was up 87%, like, just something ridiculous. You're like, well, yeah, I have nothing else to do. Yeah, what the hell else am I supposed to do? Um, Go outside? Yeah. Can't do that. Well, I have nodes hooked up to my brain. Yeah, my uh, my my dad uh, was in the hospital this week for a gastric twist, which is where your stomach literally folds in on itself. Interesting. Yep. And uh, he he called me yesterday, and he was complaining about all the stuff. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. I was, <laughs> you know, I was there a month ago. I know. I know what you're going through. Yeah, I get it. Someone comes in to take your vitals every hour and a half. It's a pain in the ass. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the person to complain to. I was, you know, we are we are kindred spirits, you and I. <laughs> but he's doing all right. I, I think he's getting out either today or tomorrow. So cool. that's good. Yeah, doing all right. Um. I think of like other stuff that happened to me this week. The uh, exiting through the gift shop was the highlight of like, what the fuck, dude? Mm. Yeah. Had a had a show yesterday in a park, so nothing like doing jokes while a hundred feet to your left there's a women's rugby game going on. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I don't know. It, it it still went pretty well for what it was. It, it was like in the. Uh, it's a Pan Pacific Park in uh, L.A. near the Holocaust Museum, <clears throat> and they have uh, they have like this little amphitheater. So it's just people, like a couple people were walking by and they're like, "Oh, what's this? We'll hang out for a little bit." And people bring their dogs and yeah, cool place to do ten minutes. And then the Booker Book Band another show on nine eleven. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh I just remember, speaking of, like, dumb things we've seen at work, I ha 
when I was processing the mail a couple of weeks ago, I found this hilarious letter. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, finally, yes. <laughs> you know, so do you know what a sovereign citizen is? It's like, Is it people living off the grid, or? No, no, so, I mean, sort of. It's like people with a very weird understanding of the law where, I don't remember exactly what it is, but, you know, they have very messed up definitions of like certain legal things and they they very much like to quote very strange irrelevant legal language whenever anything happens to try and get out of it so we received something like that in regards to a levy slash wage garnishment that we put on somebody because you know they weren't paying their taxes and owe us thousands of dollars yeah so yeah there is that uh, I have no idea if I should be reading this out loud, although... I think if you exclude any, like, yeah, think... names, locations, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it is. And just keep in mind, by the time we start levying anybody, it's because it's been over three months since we started contacting them about their delinquency. And we've probably also contacted them three or four other times to tell them about the levy. Uh... So yeah, here is the letter. Please be advised that I was recently made aware of your lawsuit brought against my person with an attack against federal wages. The awareness of this malicious, cruel attack came on Thursday, July 8, 2021, while viewing at a wage document. There was not any procedural notifications of this act taking place or will take place issue to on my person at no time prior to this hijacking of federal wages no due process in all caps uh, no opportunity to be heard to comply with the due process of law I received no warning of any pending lawsuit or wage garnishment or levy mind you by the time we actually start doing it we've probably tried to contact you at least three or four times yeah this guy sounds like he, he looked up like he was pissed off and he's like okay thesaurus.com <laughs> yeah Please be advised that this notice is to you and Safeway slash Alberson regarding that the garnishment slash levy be released immediately. There is no agreed upon contract that exists whereby the taking by illegal force and thievery federal property wages if your establishment feels I am in error, there is an account with an agreed upon debt owe, then I accept for value the claim and amount. Any and all contracts are governed by the UCC code. The judge in court where this questionable law took took place in my out in my absence is totally aware of this fact what? Uh, you know in conclusion I respectfully request you adhere and abide to the above mentioned and include your her federal employer ID number on any correspondence sent to US mail well, uh, via US mail to the above address I request that you also include your social security <laughs> oh my god in, yeah this fucking you know, that guy kind of, uh uh, include your social security as well if you're an agent acting on behalf of above entity, you know, and that's blacked out. Uh, this all serves as notice that I will protect my interest as a secure party creditor under all applicable laws, including any further legal action I initiate or defend. I totally disagree, dispute, and protest your actions on this matter. Very okay. cool. Him using the word totally completely <laughs> took all of the, like, grandeur out of it. I totally <laughs> will defend my... My domain, or whatever the fuck he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy. 
awesome. God that forbid he ever comes in in person, right? <laughs> That's for Oakland to deal with. Yeah. But yeah, you know, sovereign citizen stuff generally all looks like that. Jesus. You know, with the grandiose language. Mm. Oh, like, legally citing law codes that have no bearing on the matter at hand. This is like when Ted Bundy tried to defend himself, and you're like, dude. <laughs> uh, for the record, the UCC here is the Uniform Commercial Code, which I don't think, in fact, governs our ability to take your wages if you don't pay your sales tax to the state. Oh, does that? I thought it was the coffee brand. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a thing that happened. That made my day because it was just so hilarious to read. All right, but I have a more important pressing question that I was just reminded of. Mm -hmm. Did you watch Thrice Upon a Time yet? No, not yet. I was going to do it later today since I have time. <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to do. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, what are you eating? <laughs> I'm eating a pork bun. These oh. nuts? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> had him. Could have had him right there. <laughs> <laughs> How would you have ever recovered from that? <laughs> what, these nuts? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those things where like we found this ancient ancient civilization. We don't know what these nuts mean, but it appears to be used in a variety of situations. And <laughs> I saw this uh, TikTok earlier this week, and I can't believe I just said that sentence. But uh, it was this thing about cave paintings, where for a long time it looked like religious where you would be like these two-headed creatures with like hash marks on them uh -huh. and they were trying to figure out what it was and then uh, an archaeologist was like wait a second instead of putting these like beta electric lights in the cave why don't we go in the cave with a torch like a caveman would and then it turns out the like flame flickering turns it into a flip book so, like, on when the flame's on one side, it's like an antelope eating, and then on the other side, it's, like, looking up for predators. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Opti neat optical illusions like that are always super cool. Katie just went, thanks, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for being educational. I don't know. I feel like I should give it another try, because I tried it once, and I was like, I can't... I I can't do this. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, most of it, I just let people share the good ones on yeah. like, some other platform and then completely ignore it. Yep. So I, sometimes I see some funny ones, but I don't really have the d desire to uh, to use TikTok in any real way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they it's say much once... easier to just look up funny meme compilations on YouTube and get a bunch of funny TikToks. Yeah. Or like on or on Twitter or Reddit or whatever. But it, yeah, Twitter is the main one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or else you see more of that gerbil in person. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that um, during the Burbank Comedy Festival, there was there was this panel of, from, like, content creators, and a lot of them were TikTokers, and it was just like, dude, this is exhausting. <sighs> like, about how to go viral. How to, how to do viral. Remember that? 
God. <laughs> How to be popular on TikTok. It's oh. just can't be what they're really asking, right? Is can't be how to be popular on TikTok, right? Yeah, it's it's dumb, stupid luck and per- persistence. That's it. I think TikTok also the way uh, like they're it's pretty much made so that at least one of them will go like get noticed and then like mm-hmm. never again. Mm-hmm. Am I safe here? I'm actually sure. Or you get one shot. I don't know. I was thinking that like the the way like at least for Twitter in terms of getting followers, it's like you'll get two, and then you'll lose three. And then you'll get four, and then lose three. It, yeah. it, it's so... It feels like a treadmill, almost. I don't even know how people notice when they lose followers. They never paid single attention to that. Uh. It's, I'll usually pay attention if it's like a round number, right? Where it's mm. like, oh, I've gone from 500 to 499, or whatever. It's uh, That's when you start noticing yeah, I just mostly do not care. I follow almost exclusively shitposting accounts on Twitter now. <laughs> that that sounds fun. like the correct way to engage with Twitter. It's great. Yeah. Or like, do like in my case where I'm using it to tweet jokes, I'll schedule the tweets and then just not pay attention mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. I think I exclusively use Twitter to look at art. And that does not exclude me from random weird Twitter drama, but it means I can try to filter it out. Oh, more speaking of sweet Twitter drama, uh, <laughs> so there's this account called Lulu Boo mm-hmm. that was on Twitter. They, they're like an art Twitter account or something. Yeah. Anyway, it turned out that this thing was that this person was just a random Spanish guy who was pretending to be a Japanese lady for clout. What? Uh-huh interesting and like yeah it, it started getting spread because like a bunch they were just like not like doing their commissions yeah so you know that's gonna make a bunch of people upset at you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well it was absolutely wild tales this account had like a lot of followers their account has since been deleted obviously yeah it was a it's a very definitely a very uh, very uh interesting story uh and one that requires a little bit of thinking about to make sure that your uh, your you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of intent needs to be mm-hmm. kind of assumed here, but yeah. definitely the definitely a bizarre series of events for Twitter. That was that was fun, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh... I don't get okay Spanish guy to Japanese woman. Oh, yeah. That's too many balls to juggle at the same time, right? Like, you gotta keep the accent up. If you're... Well, they, they, I don't, they I don't mean, think they did, it, they did anything, right? Oh, so there, like, there wasn't, like, video content or whatever? Yeah, it's just art. Yeah, it's just art. All gotcha. you have to do is, like, post in Japanese, which is not terribly difficult, if you, especially if you're just copying tweets from other people anyways, and then steal people's arts, which is the easiest thing you could be doing on the internet. Yeah. I mean, it's possible there was just an artist that they just did it to, um, like, be more popular, I guess. Uh-huh. Because they were like, ah, oh, yes, well, people will more willing to mm-hmm. do that kind of content. Anyway, it's, uh, it's something you definitely need to be careful about when talking about, like, just to... Yeah. It's just definitely super bizarre, also. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I am currently drinking a pumpkin spice latte. Uh, uh okay. Basic not even October match? yet. Well, this is LA. They they started like August, I think like twenty something. Like they 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 really. Uh, Could you be more basic? Well, Katie brought it, and it's her anniversary, so you. She already decorated the classroom for Halloween, so you know. Uh huh. Look, I'll, I guess I'll... there's nothing up till then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to do that. I argue that August is the worst month of the year. Yeah, why there, is? There's no major holiday. There's it's hot as balls, and. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You're, you're in this like and awful. And school starts again, which if, if for those that it matters for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and school starts again. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, not not in Katie's case. She gave me a, gave me the uh, stink eye. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like it'd be more fun to be a kindergartner than uh, trying to teach a math class at the U.S. Naval Academy, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd rather be a kid. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at babysitting. <laughs> that would be really funny if it's like a Freaky Friday type scenario, and then she, she's trying to like, you're like doing kindergarten stuff, and these are like grown ass people. I hate kids. How good is their cutting? Kids, cut yeah, line? kids are pretty awful. <laughs> I hate kids. I would have hated myself if I were a kid. I would never put up with that. Yeah, children are awful. It's a good thing I'm wearing headphones for that, then. (laughs) 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 They just said they're not good for the kids. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I I have said this multiple times, but I worked at a summer camp for, like, one summer during freshman year of college, and I hate children forever. I think I can manage if the kids are, like, old enough to, like, um... Old enough to uh, give as little of a fuck as I do. Yeah. So, like, 12, 11, or 12, they're usually, like, Maybe, right. like, yeah, maybe, like, late middle school, right? Like, yeah. But, like, eight-year-olds or something? I, I no. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing, is, like, I started with the teenage camp, which was, like, 12 to, like, you know, 16, and that was fine, because, like I said, like, everyone knew what was going on, and also, like, we were actually doing vaguely interesting things where we were going to, like, cool places around San Francisco. But, like, you know, we all vaguely understood what was happening. We all equally didn't really want to be there and all equally did not give a fuck about, you know, a lot of the random dumb rules that had to be imposed. So there was an understanding there and they didn't give us that much trouble. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the eight-year-olds where they're constantly doing stupid things to scare themselves and then we tell them, hey, stop doing this stupid thing, you're gonna get hurt. And then they do the stupid thing, they get scared or they get hurt, they start crying, and then five minutes later they go and do something stupid to get themselves scared or hurt again. Yeah, kids are, what, constantly trying to murder themselves, kind of? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes, let me cly- climb up to the tallest room in the tallest tower. Want to see me jump off? 
Real uh, baby's day off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. so like one one of her kids, uh, they have started using his first name, but my middle and last name is like a way to get his attention. So I'm not going to say his first name, but my last name, middle and last name are Hammond and Novak. So they just add the guy, the kid's name, Hammond Novak, is like a way of like get over here now. <laughs> I mean. That's pretty effective, generally. I guess so. I mean, if you the... say someone's whole name, no matter how old they are, then what the fuck do you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh shit, so, something's going down. I, I, I must have forgotten to, you know, take the, take the chicken out of the freezer, and now I'm in trouble. <laughs> or insert whatever thing you know thing you messed up with as a kid. But there's some stuff where it's like deeply programmed in there, like. Uh, are you sure you don't want to double check your work again? That that is Look, part of my DNA at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you have to say things in a way. Like I, I, I still remember I was teaching calculus too, yeah. And I was I was proctoring an exam, and one of the questions said, "Explain why the following series is convergent." So the question does a couple things. It tells you the series is convergent and just ex- asks you to give reasons why it is. Right, mm-hmm. and somebody raises her hand, and she's like, "What if it's divergent?" And I'm like, "It's not." <laughs> <laughs> Read the question. <laughs> Every word aloud, <laughs> uh, you know, like in your head, very deliberately, if you have to. There's you a reason just, like, that our group of skip friends words. is meaning it, is reading is hard. It it literally look, is. Look, people just skip words mm-hmm. all the time. And they're like, oh, why does one word have to change everything? And you're like, just don't skip the word. <laughs> you're going to waste like 10 minutes not knowing what to do because you didn't read a word. I, read th- the word. I think the reason people are like that is because, you know, you have 45 minutes begin. So you're trying to. The question is one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Like. I had 45 minutes to do a quiz at the end of training yesterday. I had to re- I decided to reread the sentence three times to make sure the word not was in there. Was it? First, so I didn't get it wrong. It was like, you know, tax is not included in these values. We were, like, doing some example returns because I'm doing customer service training. I have to be able to walk people through this bullshit. Yeah. So, you know, it was one of those things, like, I just double-checked. I read the sentence like two or three times over just to be absolutely sure it said tax was not included in the values. Mm-hmm. Matt, I gotta say though, the uh, explain why it's why these values are convergent. My my answer would be if I was taking this math class to be like, can't you just like trust them? Nope. <laughs> math is about trusting no one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. That's uh. Hey. It's not a bad thing. It's just like you know, you want they want they want you to, ex- to explain why. I know. Hell, that that's like almost comedy because comedy is no in here's why, mm-hmm. as opposed to improv being yes and. I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of why I I don't hate improv, but it, it's just something that I haven't really wanted to do just because it feels so... It's like a different skill set, right? It is. You do have a lot of, like, improvers becoming 
stand-ups, but I think it's because the act of, like, crowd work and, uh, like, heckle blocking, that's helpful from the skills you get from improv, but for the most part, it's this, I don't know, it's just something I've never really bothered to try outside of, like, one class I took in high school, and that was the... You know how, or they're like, okay, so instead of PE, you get to do these things because you're a junior, and we're like, okay, fine. Everyone, everyone's trying to make it the Who's Lines anyway, I guess. Yeah, and I do like Who's Line. It's a fun show. Like I said, I don't hate improv in and of itself. It's just not something that I'm so particular that it's uh, it, it feels like not convergent. Ah, with my personality. Explain why these values are divergent. Please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> I'm once again. <laughs> I am once again asking you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I know we we got uh, like fifteen twenty minutes left. Uh, any any Vanguard related crap we wanted to talk about? I know we haven't brought anything up. Oh. Uh... What's happening in Vanguard anyway? Nothing uh, right now. We're like still in the midst of set three reveals. We're gonna get a ban. They're gonna give us regular band lists finally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're gonna talk about it in the like episode episode two, this week. Two but... Bruce decks to play, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the producer of Letter makes it really seem like they're only gonna make one lyrical set for every four nation sets. Which goddamn it! Hmm. I hope they don't. If they do that. If they make any new, like, bosses, it's going to be really lame. Yeah, like, I just don't like the way they're handling Lyrical right now. Yeah, there's, what, one, one like, I think one good deck, and mm-hmm. then, like, an, and then, like, an, a pretty, like, okay, like, medium plus deck and, like, a medium deck, I think, is, like, where we're at. Yep. Like, uh, I think the Cat Girl is actively good. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Clarissa, the Earns Correct stuff. Yeah. It's like actually like medium plus somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think the uh um Salt Felty Rosa is like medium. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. And the C D card is probably one of the worst grade things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it wouldn't be as bad if they gave it any form of support whatsoever. Oh yeah, having zero cards in the main set was like like or zero like dedicated cards in the main set was wild. Yeah. Yeah, they had, like, she got one double R, and that was it. And it was a very awkward double R that, like, doesn't work with anything else because it needs open circles. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Son of a bitch. The worst part is, like, you know that they, they are capable of designing generic cards for a nation that are at least, like, fairly good in all three decks. Bubble might I mean, not, notwithstanding. Like at the, this point, I might you might as well just delete lyrical from the game if they're not actually going to support it. Yeah. Like, just take these concepts and put them into a different nation. I don't. I'm not that attached to the aesthetic. I just want the interesting play styles, and it's super lame that it's only going to be supported like once a cycle. Yeah. Well, it, it, better four than, you know, what once every year. I mean. Like, one for every four is basically just the same as clans, yeah. especially because, you know, 
it seems like nation sets are coming out once every two months since they're gonna be cutting it with like premium and vmium content mm -hmm. it's still something that if they if they put the lyrical stuff in the main sets that would take pressure off of them design-wise for everything else too because of the limited space you go okay we can like kind of parse this out mm -hmm. over the course of a year um I just really like that uh, Dragon Empire ninja-looking dude, the Drade One. The it, If there are X number of cards in the drop zone, it gets power and shield, and then if it's eight or more, it gets another 5k shield. Like, that's cool. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, kind of sucks that it's Drade One, because <laughs> then you're, like, disincentivized from putting it on the board. But, uh, you know, still, still neat that you can go, okay, if I have to, 10k booster. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, something that's a 10k shield, because that is definitely not a thing for the most part. Yep. Like, I really, nice. The, I realize the magic numbers aren't... It's not like 13, 18. The, the magic number is 18, and then 28. Because you're either overguarding with one card, or you got to use two cards. Yep, sounds about right. And then hitting for, for 23 is, uh, you know, still a one-card guard, but it's it's trigger-proofing yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, I played some games with Richard at our locals this Thursday, and mm -hmm. uh, we learned that Eugene is a really good, like, matchup against Seraph Snow. Oh, yeah. Like, that's all... Seraph Snow has always been bad against other control decks. Kind of how control decks are. Or at least in Vanguard. But what... Ha like, I've never really seen a mirror match, so I'm not sure what happens there, but... Uh... I think whoever gets luckier and gets to imprison things more effectively. Yeah. Or, or either that or, you know... Gets has multiple turquoise. That's the kicker. Because you're like, okay, you imprison yep. one, here's another. <laughs> yeah, like, Sarah Snow has always been beat, been weak to having its stuff taken away because your most of your advantage comes later in the game, like with Snow's triple drive and having like Shovel Stud with three cards in prison. Yeah, well, there's that, and then like. All of your advantage comes at the end of the turn after you would want to be doing a board. Like, you're not superior calling in the middle of the battle phase. Yep. So, it's, okay, If can you make enough of a board on main phase? No? Then, sorry, no no, no pressure for you. Like, I barely, I think there was literally one turn in the entire three games we played where I had rear guards on both sides. It was literally always just one, because then he would kill it the next turn. You're like, okay, you have to conserve, blow their stuff up, they don't care. <laughs> They're just like, alright, Soul Blast, check top five, call new board. Thanks. <laughs> Attacked with the, the Triceratops guy, he goes into Soul, Vanguard's got a crit now, it's it's wacky. Um, and uh, I'm kind of excited to finish building Eugene, I know that's a th like weird to be like, oh, the, the joke of the entire... <laughs> nation system, but uh, might, might be better than meets the eye. 
because if uh, if Seraph Snow is a big deal, then you finally have this uh, weird dark horse. And then also, he I, I realized he has red hair, so uh, head cannon. He he is Eugene from Hey Arnold, grown up. And hmm. You can't convince me otherwise. All right. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm is okay. okay? <laughs> that show was so great and ahead of its time. Like, uh, I don't think it ever really... Like, it, it didn't really fit as, like, a Nickelodeon show, almost. It was just kind of serious. And then, because it ha- it was, like, kids' animation, people were like, oh, Nickelodeon. You're like, okay, like... <laughs> There's like a, a whole episode where Helga goes to therapy and it's just her in therapy for the whole episode. Yeah. Her mom has a drinking problem. They never say though, right? No, they yeah. just like but they like they really they really drive it home though. Like you're supposed to get it. Yeah, where she's like it's constantly a blender going and it kinda talks like this and Helga. Something, something criminy. Uh, all right. I think this is a good place to stop. I'm going to go uh, enjoy my anniversary. So enjoy your Labor Day. And uh, thanks for listening right. to the show and donating. Thanks, Darren Cole and Josh, our $10 patrons. Uh, you know, check out the show at Nexus at Night, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what about What's you up? guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, 2 gs 2 zs Find me at Plasma Eclipse. And find me at Atlas Novak. And until Wednesday, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.